This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Hall, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Sports Fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Your local sports fix. I've heard that for 15 years, Jeff, I guess, and I've just kind of paid attention to what we're doing. We're, we're fixing people with local sports. Jeff well, Jordan, of course, so. is the voice on the other side. Good evening. Good evening. We have our annual snow. <laughs> How about now? We've had more than it one really, this year. It really was pretty snow. It was nice, yes. Just, you know, really didn't cause any accidents, I hope, I don't think. The road never got really slick. It might tonight, as uh, you heard just leading in, Rutherford County schools are two hours late tomorrow morning. You, Jeff, we have buses that run about, what, 5.30 in the morning? Yeah, easily, yeah. Mm-hmm. And at, at that time, it could be a little slick and dangerous. and Not just a bus driving around, but people walking to the bus stop. All that kind of thing. So anyway, that's that's the news of the day. Uh, a little bit more than we expected, but it was a pretty snow, and it, it's probably going to last another 14 hours. There, I was watching this morning, uh, and the snow was, um, I guess everybody knows, an early morning snow. I'm not sure when it started, but it was around 6, 6.30, I think, when it actually started. And it came down. I, I saw it uh, that, at that time. Believe it or not, I was actually up. And it was coming down really good. I was up, and, and, and at daylight, as it broke, I didn't see anything, so I thought, well, it's whatever. And then my wife gets up a little after 7 o'clock, and she said, boy, look at the snow. I've been sitting there for 45 minutes, like you say, probably yeah. with no not paying any attention to it. Uh, but be that as it may, between the basketball games tonight are being played, if, if they can be scheduled, typically – Weather's not taking them out, probably, but uh, COVID surely has, Jeff. We're still fighting COVID issues in, in this county, certainly in this state. And uh, it's going to be tough to, right now, Jeff, to these districts to get their games in to, to have that double round robin that they typically have to make up the, their pairings. Yes, I, I don't know how they're going to do it I, I, because it's been so odd. One team can play and another cannot. Yeah. And, uh, and somebody has played more games than somebody else. And et cetera, et cetera, and almost always, uh, every team in the district has played every other team in the district, and they've all played twice. Now I'm sure there've been some times when that didn't happen. Sure, but most of the time, I don't remember the last time that didn't happen. But it, it's going to happen this year. I, I don't know how they decide the seating. Well, each district, as you know, can decide how they want to send people to the region. Uh, they can draw a name out of a hat if they want to. Yeah. They can seed the district any way they choose to. Uh, they can make the decision that if you miss because of COVID, it can be a forfeit. If you miss because of COVID, you can make it up. 
So uh, I'm not sure that our district has made that decision. I say our district, like all of our teams are in the same district. They're not because Eagle's got a district to play in. Middle Tennessee Christians, same thing. Providence Christian. So there, there's several teams in Central Magnet School. So there's several districts that will have that decision to make. I would think. I do remember on, on one occasion where I guess we had scheduled just too tightly. I, I but anyway, it was going to snow. And we knew it, and the district meeting was Saturday, and everybody played on that Friday night before, mm-hmm. and uh, which which I, I don't think we do that anymore. I think we have built in a day or two, yeah, and 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 that kind of thing, and then we'd have a game against somebody not in the district on the last available date, and then if we had to cancel that one, we we could and play a district game. But anyway, it was going to snow, and and Warren County came to Riverdale during school on Friday. And we and we we played them. I wasn't coaching or anything, but we, but we played them during the day. And I I know the boys game started about oh about the time school let out. And boy, it was snowing then. And uh, and it they almost got snowed in here, but we finished. We we got it all in. I was coaching junior high basketball. We were at Good Pasture. Not expecting the snow to come until ten o'clock at night. Our game was over with. We started looking outside, and it snowed and yeah. it snowed and it snowed. We went back home to from Good Pasture there, there in in uh, Davidson County, twenty miles or so, I guess, to Laverne Laverne to Roy Waldron Middle School, which is where I was at at the time. And Jeff, it was a it was quite the snow. It's, yeah. That's an Indiana snow. What that was? Yeah, I kind of it's grew different. Up doing. I know Brian and I went out one night at at Riverdale. Uh, I don't know who they were playing, but we knew it uh, that, that it had it was snowing during the game. Mm-hmm. It, it started after the girls' game started, well after, and uh, of course the teams are there, and it never. I think it was Hunter's Lane or somebody from Nashville we were playing. But anyway, we went out and broke the ice off their bus and helped them get underway to get back to Nashville. I mean, you know, they they didn't know it. And I remember saying on the air that a lot of people are going to be really surprised when they leave this ball game and they find out that they you know they got three inches of something on their car jeff i find this very refreshing we're talking about something besides covid messing up the <laughs> basketball games let's take a break there's a football game tonight i want to talk to you about yeah there is one i hear yeah we'll, we'll get back to that in uh, a little lady raider basketball news as well i want to share with folks if they haven't already heard uh, this it's a about a signee we'll get back to you right after this on All Sports Talk. It's a slick pig barbecue, spicy wings and Brunswick stew, everything made fresh for you at the slick pig barbecue. There's lean smoked turkey and chicken too. Ribs so tender don't need to chew. Well, come on, folks, I'm telling you, it's a slick pig barbecue. In 1920 East Main, you're gonna love the pig. The Slick Pig Barbecue, a Murfreesboro tradition. Here's Dr. Craig McCabe at McCabe Vision Center. It's easy just to start off of taking the macular degeneration vitamins and going on the Mediterranean diet. Those two things each cause a significant decrease in the risk of you going from the dry form of macular degeneration to the severe form, which is the wet form of macular degeneration. 
McCabe Vision Center on Heritage Park Drive, just off Memorial, behind SunTrust Bank. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together, to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello, friends. Thanks for listening in. This is Lenny Farmer here for Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. Wow, cremation seems to be the talk of the day, and you probably have a question or two about whether that should be your final choice, because so many questions surround this method of finality to life. Let me set your mind at ease by answering your plaguing questions. You can reach me at 615-893-2422 to set up a time for a no-pressure question and answer period to help determine what is best for you. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. Here's what's coming up this week on WGNS Sports. On Tuesday, it's State Farm Prep Basketball as the Oakland Patriots host the Smyrna Bulldogs. Girls game will be at 6, boys game will follow pregame at 5.50 right here. Friday, it's Middle Tennessee Women's Basketball as they host Southern Miss 5.30 airtime here on News Radio WGNS. Now on WGNSRadio.com, we'll have Oakland at Riverdale State Farm Prep Basketball. We'll re-air that on Saturday afternoon after the Lady Raider game versus Southern Miss. And that'll be at 3.30 p.m. for the airtime of that game. So again, we'll re-air the Friday night Oakland at Riverdale game on Saturday for you as well. Prentice also Heating and Air Coach's Corner hits the airwaves Saturday morning. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me as normal, usual. On Mondays, Jeff brought by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin for your financial needs in 2021. If you need to get uh, your money taken care of safely and securely, he'd be the man to do it. And, and I, I imagine Fans did some work today, Jeff. I would imagine Fans has been very busy. I, I tell you what, that, that's uh, good people to know. And, and well, really anytime they're in the year, I guess, but certainly right now. <laughs> well, we're going to definitely talk about the football game tonight, and we've got a caller on the line, which is probably going to make a comment that direction as well. Go ahead. How's it going, Tim and Jeff? How y'all doing? Yeah, you're doing great. I just want to say, I don't know if y'all know, but I know uh, the, most, I guess, the, most of the games are canceled live with the weather, so and I'm sure y'all knew that already. But I just want to say, um, I was looking online today on ESPN. There was a report of the Southern Miss women's coach. She's got stage four cancer. I don't know if y'all heard about that. No, I had not. But uh, she, she's got, I know they're coming here this weekend to play. Oh, wow. And, uh, she told her team, I think, Thursday after practice. Of course, they were pretty emotional about it and all that kind of thing. She's been there for quite a long time, probably about as long as Rick Hensel's been in middle. So, you know, I know they're good friends, know each other real well and that kind of thing. So just feel for them how they're coming down here to play this weekend, middle this weekend. But, uh, yeah, there, there is a football game. Uh, football games tonight. Uh, I noticed our coaching shows are canceled for it, so I guess we we'll have to wait till next week here for McDevitt and, uh, and the Hensel. But uh, hey, Lady Raiders had a good weekend, and uh, so did the men splitting with FIU. They played real good on Saturday, shot the ball real well, and uh, got a big conference win there. So I'll just hang with you, let y'all talk about that. And 
and, uh, and, and have a good one and uh, talk to you later. Appreciate the call. Jeff, that uh, stage four cancer for the coach just once again puts things in perspective of the way things are. There was a time that I thought – when my team played and won or lost, it, you know the the world hinged on it. I've, as I've grown older and recognized that uh, it's just a game. At yes. The end of the day. Yes. That's hard lesson to learn, I guess. Hard yeah. it was hard for me to learn. Yeah, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, speaking of the coaching shows not being on tonight, uh, the back-to-back games have played out well for the Lady Raiders. They've won all four there as the men. After losing on Friday night, came back with a nice win on Saturday, and uh, I didn't see that coming. I'm certainly glad that it did. I, I uh, well, they they lost like about twelve or something like that the night before. I think so. And uh, and I thought, well, this could be a struggle, and I'm sure it was a struggle. But um, but but they did come back and, and get a little revenge there and pick up a league win. So uh, I mean, they're clearly better. I mean, I, there, there's no question about that. And. I think we've done a pretty good job with recruiting. Of course, we, as we both know, and as I guess I'm sure the fans know, anything you see this this particular season is open for question. You yeah. just don't get any consistent uh, play, maybe, and, and games canceled or not canceled and, and that sort of thing. It's hard to put your finger on it. It really is. Football is a game of routine. Basketball, I think, may be even more of a game of routine because you play more games and, and you know, it's the, the day before walkthroughs and all that kind of thing. But teams that match up to it, and, and frankly, the teams that stay healthy, as you as Jeff you alluded to, we're, we'll have some basketball teams in the state of Tennessee that will not make it to state tournament that probably would have in normal circumstance or, or, or get there and, and uh, not be able to play or, or, or have the players not ready to go because of COVID and drop out sooner than they normally would. It's... It's an endurance race as much as anything else. Probably so, and I'd, I'd have to say if if normalcy, uh, consistent anything, is is something that you value as a fan or a coach or a player, this is not your year. <laughs> <laughs> and today certainly is not your day because this, well, the weather intercedes and will likely, I don't know now, I do not know, but it will likely intercede tomorrow. Uh, and I, 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 I know we're going late tomorrow to school on Tuesday, two hours late. But um, roads and, and whatever, I, I did tune on the news this morning and watch these people talking about the snow and the drivers and everything, stuff that I don't have to fool with much anymore. And they did have a, uh, a lady that had a, over four inches of snow in Rockvale. Is that right? Yeah. And um, it was, I think, in Rutherford County. About two inches. Would you would you say that's uh, fair? You know, I, I guess that's close. It, it sure it? covered my my yard, which yeah. is, means it's got to be more than what they call a dusting. My, my, there was very little grass to be seen at the at the peak of this thing. I'd, I'd say at, at the Jordans on Woodmore, it was an inch and a half or two inches. You know, and and the driveway the, was clear though. That was good. Yeah, that's right. I, I went to the wellness center. I did everything I normally do. But I'd say it was, and the road the road got clear real quick and wet but it was okay jeff i mentioned i want to mention a basketball recruit for middle tennessee's lady raiders that uh plays at white county you've seen white county basketball and you've seen some really good girls teams right there for sure oh yeah uh middle has signed one uh first name excuse me last name is dodging her dad is the coach there jeff she had 45 this past week on 15 three-pointers 15 of 26 from the arc now that's pretty good stuff. Gee, I think we can work her into the rotation. <laughs> uh, her her father was at Cannon County. Wasn't that's it? correct. Um, well, good for us. 
I can take a lot of that. Well, <laughs> as you know, uh, she'll find that she'll have a little less time to get that shot off in college than she did at the high school level, for sure. But uh, if you can shoot it, and, and I've seen some video on her, Jeff, she not only just toes the line, she, she she's not bashful from six, eight feet behind it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she got some, she's got some serious range. Well, you know, I... I, it, I, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, tonight, uh, Ohio State and uh, Alabama, one team expected to be there. The other not expected to be there. Not only not – some would say not expected to even be in the playoffs at all, not to be eligible because of the number of games they did or did not play. But Ohio State's win over Clemson certainly shows me and I think most of the country that from a standpoint of are they one of the best teams in the country, they certainly proved it that night. And tonight's got a chance to be a pretty good football game, I think. I guess so. I, I I do not really know. I was surprised at the margin, and really the relative ease. That's not a real good word, uh, I, but but the, the, it was uh, it was comfortable throughout the yeah, second half, right? It's okay. You beat Clemson that bad. Uh, I, it, it impressed me, and I'm not an Ohio State guy at all. I know you're not either. No. <laughs> so, but um, now I, I did see uh, today that. Um, uh, Alabama's best player, maybe. Uh, now you're talking about a team that's got the Heisman Trophy winner and another Heisman Trophy runner-up. Right. Well, the guy that's probably better than both of them <laughs> has been hurt. And, oh my God! He, he why is Alabama so good? I don't know. He practiced this week <laughs> anyway, so I suspect that you know he's going to be available now. I don't. I do not know that. I haven't. I haven't talked to Nick today. <laughs> but I mean, but. Alabama's what favored by a touchdown. I think it's I think it's a little better than that. I'm not I, I haven't looked at it lately, but it, it's certainly that for sure. Uh, here in the South, I'm sure people think it's going to be that or more. Uh, I don't I don't know. I, yeah. I I just like to see a good football game. I want to ask you this question, Jeff: mm-hmm. Is are Alabama and Ohio State two of the more anti fan? There's more anti fans of those two programs because they're just so good. It's almost a backhanded compliment when you say. I hate Ohio State, or I hate Alabama, or I hate Tennessee, or I hate Michael Jordan and the Bulls. I hate the Yankees in the 60s, what I heard all the time. Isn't that a kind of a compliment that when people are anti because typically it's because you just win too much? Yes, I, I think it is. Um, I, I've, I've heard it. Um, well, certainly I would join you in the Yankee thing, yes. I mean, I, you heard that from a lot of people oh sure uh, in the 50s and 60s that they did not like the Yankees well, and Kentucky and Duke men's basketball into that mix as I well think, I think um, I think that they had a poll on that last year is that right I didn't yeah, see that yeah and Duke was the most hated team in America uh, okay but of course they do have thousands of thousands of fans too that, that love them so I mean I don't join on that but uh, that's fine but yeah and because you win so much win so much you're on tv so much right uh, my team doesn't get the the, the press and the whatever because of the, the, the what goes there and of course duke plays it in a special arena very much like the cubs play at wrigley field they play at cameron indoor with the the crazies that are part of that but the football alabama jeff they have just been in the last 10 years all but unbeatable. They they haven't won every national championship, but boy, they've been in every game they played. People are thinking they're going to win. Well, the I was thinking about um, driving over here because I knew we were going to discuss the pro football at some point today, and I was thinking about uh, Brady, you know, 
And I, I, I just, I do not like Tom Brady. I just don't. Uh, another I just, one, Patriots and Tom Brady. I just can't take it. Belichick. I, just, I, I, I don't like him either. I just don't like it. But it's you're not alone, Jeff. I know that. <laughs> but I tell you what about, about Brady. I tell you what I think it is. Now, this is really not fair. It's really not right. He's a he's a incredibly handsome, cocky uh, guy. Just a just a touch of smart aleck out there. Arrogant. Yes. That oh, that was my next word. And all these things that I do not like. And 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 he wins all the time. Oh, gosh, he won. Could be an arrogant then. He, I guess. I guess so. He won. <laughs> he won his last game. I, I, you know, he's he's going to go on through the playoffs. Well, that's you know, Tim. That is a a lot of people. A lot of quarterbacks all around the NFL are about the same way. I mean, but they don't win like he does, right? Don't win like he does. So it must be the winning that, that, that I mean, and, New England has won enough. And and Belichick is a lightning rod in and of himself. He because is. Because of his personality oh. or lack thereof. Just so much disrespect. I mean, really, he's like a, you know, a sophomore in high school, the way he acts sometimes. I just don't like it. But evidently, they've got a system that pays off. He knows what he's doing, and Brady certainly knows what he's doing. I watched him yesterday, boy. He was not at all happy with the performance of his team. He really was not. They did well the first Come half. Come Brady. Yeah. But the second half, they didn't run the right patterns and didn't do some things. And he was hot. And I'm sure he saw that and the game was not put away mm-hmm. by any stretch of the imagination. And they, and he was he knows what it takes to, to get them where they need to go. He's been there ten times, and he's, whatever it is, and he's won what six? What a bunch! Uh, you know, I mean. So anyway, well, pick a winner for the night. Alabama. Touchdown or better? They're gonna cover. You think if 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 it's that? Yes. Do not I, bet I, on my on my. I, I cannot say anything different than that, but I do have some glimmer in the back of my mind says, oh, if oh, if Ohio State can perform the if part of that, if they can perform the way they did they did against Clemson. I'm not sure they can replicate that, but uh, we we shall see. But I'm 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 saying Bama as well. Well, I I certainly hope so for the SEC and for Alabama in, in particular. Uh, and they I am a fan. I am, yeah, they need one more. I am a fan. But but I, I see how people could 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 just like you know Alabama. I mean, I understand that. Nick Saban. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Again. If we the want to talk backhanded compliment. If we want to talk about arrogance, there's Nick Saban. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. We'll talk about Chip Walton. Anything but arrogant. That's right. With the Blue Raider Insider Report after this. Radio WGNS, it's your Snow Patrol report. Rutherford County Schools will open two hours late on Tuesday due to overnight cold and possible refreezing. Again, Rutherford County Schools opening two hours late Tuesday. Good afternoon. Still working a couple of wrecks out here in the last few minutes. Traffic's on the increase pretty much on schedule 24 coming over from Davidson County into Rutherford. Short stopping of delays out here sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Still looks good through 31 back towards Shelbyville. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken. Online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. 
Next on News Radio WGNS, it's your Snow Patrol report. Rutherford County schools will open two hours late on Tuesday due to overnight cold and possible refreezing. Again, Rutherford County schools opening two hours late Tuesday. In Rutherford County, you know how much it means to have neighbors you can count on. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right when you combine home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. Every team knows which play can be the winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-893-1417. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Parks Auction. We handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Parks Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Hi there, to have a home now, $15. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Nobody knows Blue Raider sports better than Chip Walters, and Chip will share his knowledge with us right now. Well, good afternoon, everybody. It was a good weekend for Blue Raider basketball, both men and women, winning three out of the four conference games they played. Let's start with the men, uh, as they had a good Saturday. The Blue Raiders responded in a big way Saturday after a tough conference opening loss to FIU on Friday. Despite having only nine active players for the second day in a row and playing for only the second time in 24 days, the Blue Raiders got out to a double-digit lead over the Panthers of FIU early and cruised to a 67-56 victory. Conference USA's implementation of a unique league schedule this season with back-to-back games against the same opponent on Fridays and Saturdays promised some interesting outcomes, and this set of games could fit into that category. Middle and FIU had an ugly slugfest on Friday with both teams struggling to find the bottom of the net with any consistency at all. The Blue Raiders led midway through the second half before the Panthers took advantage of the Blue Raiders' tired legs and pulled away late for a 68-55 win. Saturday's tail end of the back-to-back didn't mirror the first game in the slightest, and Coach Nick McDevitt and his Blue Raiders were glad for that. They jumped out to a 31-9 lead in the first 10 minutes, making 13 of their first 21 shots. In comparison, they didn't make their 13th shot on Friday until the 17-18 mark of the second half. The big early lead provided middle a nice cushion. It entered halftime up 40 
42-28, thanks to 55% shooting from the floor and only five first-half turnovers. FIU cut the advantage down to as little as seven in the second half, but the Blue Raiders used an 11-2 run over four minutes of the game time to lay the finishing blow. They held the Panthers to one-for-nine shooting during that run, and the Raiders win it by a score of 67 to 56. They win by 11 on Saturday after losing by 13 on Friday, and that was a 24-point turnaround. On the women's side, Middle Tennessee is one of the nation's most prolific three-point shooting teams, and the Lady Raiders put on a long-range demonstration on their way to a 99-89 win to complete the weekend sweep at FIU in Miami on Saturday. Middle Tennessee shot 45.7% beyond the arc for the game. It was 7 of 10 in the fourth quarter. Courtney Whitson led the avalanche of three-point bombs with a perfect 5-for-5 showing in the fourth quarter. Aislinn Hayes was 4-of-8 from three-point range in the second half. Aislinn also led Middle Tennessee with a career-high 29 points on 9-of-15 shooting from the field, adding five assists and five rebounds. Anastasia Hayes poured in 28 points on 8-of-16 shooting from the field and 12-of-16 from the free-throw line to go with five rebounds, five assists, and two steals. Middle Tennessee's teams this week will take on Southern Mississippi. The men will travel to Hattiesburg, while the ladies will be in Murfreesboro to take on the Lady Golden Eagles. All right, turning to football, the Blue Raiders made a move on Saturday, and Brent Stockstill is coming home. The former Middle Tennessee quarterback will become the new Blue Raider wide receiver coach, as announced by head coach Rick Stockstill. The younger Stockstall has spent the last two years in Florida, working first for Conference USA foe Florida Atlantic as an offensive player personnel assistant and this past season at South Florida as an offensive quality control analyst. Of course, the Blue Raiders have an opening at offensive coordinator. That job was posted last week. Interviews, I'm guessing, will take place this week, so there could be a new uh, offensive coordinator in place within probably after the weekend. Again, no coaches shows tonight due to the national championship football game. We'll have another update for you coming on Tuesday. Thank you, Chip. Uh, unfortunate that uh, fans still are not able to go. High school games, Jeff, are limited to the same way, family and friends and so forth. I just uh, got a notice today about the middle school school basketball tournament, Jeff. It's going to be so much different than before. They're going to play on satellite campuses until they get to the Final Four. And even there, they're going to be uh, very limited in what people are going to get to come in to see the games. And that, all that said, I just hope they get to keep playing. I do too. I hope they get it all in. I think the, the final four is at Oakland Middle, is it not? Oakland Middle School will be hosting. Um, but I, you know, what do I care where it is? <laughs> I can't go. I can't sure. go. Sure. Um, I, I'm. That's unfortunate, but what's worse if you if you can't play it at all, and I guess that could happen, but I don't think it is. I talked with Bernard Childers some yesterday. Didn't didn't think to ask him this question, but I do wonder what the. I know I know the plan is to play the state championship. They hopefully that that'll happen, but will it be a middle? You know, uh, the, the basketball teams are playing there. I, I'm guessing Middle Tennessee is going to be able to host that this year. But I know, uh, as of last year, they uh, in in the fall they weren't allowing some things on campus. So I don't, I'm not sure, but I, hopefully it'll be here, even though. Probably none of us will get to go. Well, I, I'm sure they've got a 
a contract to that extent, but um, gosh, we you know I mean this is something that never occurred before. Sure, I don't. I wouldn't think that if, if Middle can't host a game and have fans and whatnot in, I don't see how you could well, have high school basketball. They, they can play. I just don't think you. Of course, right now TWSWA is not. Member schools are not allowing fans to come in, so right. it, so that won't be. A, hopefully. It'll all work itself out. Let's take a break. We come back. And uh, let's see. what is, There's something else I want to talk about, Jeff. I'll think about it here in the next two minutes. I'm having a senior moment. We'll be right back. Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall. Shop where the dealer shops. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. I can name that tune in three notes. Mm. You, you don't need three. Long <laughs> train runner by the Doobie Brothers. Big hits in the 19, early 1970s. Uh, Jeff, uh, Titans season 11 and 5 when a. Dis- when a uh, Conference championship, and then yesterday, in, <coughs> losing to the Ravens was not a shock at all. As a matter of fact, Baltimore was favored by I think two or three points. Very good team when you play in the playoffs. You expect that to happen, but if you if you said Baltimore is going to score twenty points, and that, that's all they'll have, will the Titans win? Almost everybody would say yes. You, you got a clue as to what happened? Was it more Baltimore? Was it some Titans or whatever? Well, here comes my cold-blooded, honest answer. That's what I want, cold-blooded. That's, that's what you are. <laughs> I think we were – remember, I'm a, I am a fan. Sure. And I'm just uh, disappointed, but I'm not rabid. I thought we were, uh, I thought we were outcoached at every level. Um, not having a defensive coordinator has definitely hurt that team. I don't think there's any question. Also, I, I, I feel that that our play calling yesterday, and we need to remember I'm looking at it with hindsight, right? I thought our play calling was subpar for sure. And uh, the guy that calls the plays, Smith, I believe is his mm-hmm. name, has done right. a great job this year. I think the – I think the, and you've heard this too, and this may be wrong. I'm, I may be wrong. I thought the Ravens wanted the ball game more than we did. I really think they 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 came in there intending uh, to win. After um, this early start by the Titans, you thought that uh, they would have momentum the rest of the game. That didn't happen at all. 
after this, those two first two drives early in the game, there was very little offense left for the Titans <clears> to do. I keep reminding myself and others that there is there are professional people on the other side of the ball, so you can't just blame your team for not whatever, whatever, whatever. But uh, their game plan obviously worked. The, the plan was to take away Derrick Henry. They took him away like yeah. nobody's done it all year long. Uh, Jeff, he just never had a crack to go through it all. He really did not. And uh, and you you kind of wonder a little bit. Well, you know, how can you how can you just stuff that line play so well and 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 you can't complete a pass that's sure. meaningful you know but that's that's kind of exactly what happened i i don't know if you have noticed this or not i think i have noticed it with them um as and i have with other teams too is that they get a lead and relax a little bit pull back a little bit mm-hmm. and reassess and um and and i saw that yesterday definitely i don't think there's any question that 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 happened I, when it was 10 nothing and uh I, i'm sitting there you know, thinking, well, life's good. Yeah, it may be seventeen to nothing here in just a minute. You know, and it, something good's going for you. Know it is ten ten. Yeah. Uh, and but anyway, um, and you know, Tim, they've had a lot of personnel problems. They they really have. I, I uh, particularly in the kicking department, and and then the kickers haven't done poorly. I I don't mean that. I mean just every time you look up, we seem like we've got a new kicker, and. Two or three of those guys kicked for other teams yesterday. Yeah, uh, and so Ryan Suckup, who was a great yeah, kicker, yeah, uh, he's with Tampa, right? Right, and I don't think he missed yesterday. I don't. I don't I'm not sure he's missed all year. <laughs> it's uh, it's just, and I, I started looking at those linemen, people making tackles and so forth, and I didn't know who some of them were. I don't know that I'd even heard of some of these guys, and. And and then the announcer would say, "Well, now so and so as he was called up from the practice squad back in." in and I thought, "Okay, that's good to know." Uh, but anyway, that's where the kicker came from. You remember the week before? Sure. The, uh, but anyway, it was just—I just never felt like that we were we were going to play very well. I I don't know. I just I, well, I kept expecting something to break loose. Henry Derek Henry broke loose or something, and Baltimore did what. Tennessee was not able to do, and that is bust out a long run. Right. And the quarterback, Jackson, got loose where about midfield. And once he broke the line, he had very little resistance down that sideline until he got to the goal line, and, and they made a play that Tennessee was not able to make. I guess that's correct. Uh, he, he is, of course, extremely fast. Uh, I, I felt we – we we had our best chance to win, and I think every everybody sort of agreed with this. I think not my philosophy. I thought it was a good one. Get him out of the pocket, make him throw on the run. He's not a great passer, and he's certainly not a great passer when he's throwing on the run. Most quarterbacks aren't, but Tannehill's a little different. Mm-hmm. He can do that quite a bit. But at any rate, um, uh, Jackson didn't have very much problem. Yesterday, you're right about the point total for sure. If you'd told me somebody's going to score 13 points, I sure didn't think it'd be the Titans. I figured Henry would get that by himself, you know, but um, it didn't work out that way. How do you assess a season, Jeff, when you're 11 and 5, you win a diff- more games than you've won in the last bunch of years, you win a division championship, but you lose very disappointingly yesterday after winning two games in the playoffs? Just how do you evaluate? How do you- how are you able to evaluate this season overall? Well, I, surely you get down the road a little bit, 
and uh, and you think you know we we really did a really good job really and, and on looking at the whole big picture of everything particularly considering covid and and problems with the practice facility and problems with players and you 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 look over there yesterday and and other than Henry, I guess, and Tannehill, the one guy you need, absolutely you need him in the game, is Davis. Yeah. And he's on the sideline. I mean, he's hurt. I mean, it's just uh, – uh, but, gosh almighty, 11-5, and five, that's a great year. Now, two or three teams are going to beat that. I know that. Uh, but we got 20-some-odd teams. Well, if you step back and think about it, this is me. If they played the, the uh, Ravens ten times, each team would win five? Maybe, yeah. Play the Steelers ten times. Each team would probably win five. Colts same way. So when you when you get into the playoffs, you're playing teams that are, are awfully good, and, and some of them have their best day, and some don't. And some make the play, some don't. And I, like I say, I think Jackson's play yesterday with that touchdown run was probably the play that won the football game. I guess so. And you and you look around the league, and you say, well, wait a minute now. Seattle's at home. The Colts are at home. The Steelers are at home, you know. I mean, a lot of people got beat, and so and you're at home too. And I, I, I think you, you've got to be realistic about these things. Now, I think they, they really surprised us last year with their playoff performances. Agreed. Yes. One game from the Super Bowl in a game which they were they were in, um, and and perhaps with a break or two, could have won. Uh, and they'd been in the Super Bowl for only the second time in, in franchise history. But I'm sure they were looking to make the next step this year. Of course. And uh, and they felt like they had done a really good job, and I think they had done a good job. And, and then they get a draft pick that is just evidently a bust, and they were expecting that guy to start. Of course. First round draft choice for any team supposed he, to be able to start he, halfway through the season or better. He's huge and and can do a lot of things. Well, he's I don't know what he's going to do, but evidently he's not going to do it for the Titans for whatever reason. And their pass rush non-existent the year before, pretty much. Uh, and they got two great pass rushers. They thought both of them have been either cut or injured over half the year. And didn't do a lot when they were in there. Right. I mean, it's just, uh, um, you know, so. Jeff, there's two other fan bases, I think, that are scratching their heads today. Yes. One, the Pittsburgh Steelers fans. Yeah. With falling behind 28 to nothing in the early part of that football game. First quarter. And guess who else is scratching their head? The Cleveland Browns fans are scratching their head. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, how did we go to Pittsburgh and, and beat up on the Steelers? Up twenty-eight to nothing. They had to be pinching themselves, thinking, "Is this real?" And it was real. I'm sure. Pittsburgh. I tell you, did, did, did you watch any of the game at all? Of that I game. Did. Did, uh, but when I turned it on, it was twenty-eight to nothing. That's what I was saying yeah. in the first quarter. I thought, "What happened here?" Well, the first the first touchdown, you know, was a fumble. So that's what my daughter told me. Yeah, it was it was a wasn't really a, not a real fumble, but a, well, okay. He centers it over Rushenberger's head. And Rauschenberger and another guy go back to get the football, and Rauschenberger kind of stands away, letting, and the other guy's going to pounce on it. Only he missed it. 
That's the way that little piggy works, isn't it? It is. And he goes in the end zone, of course, and last count there were 12 <laughs> Cleveland Browns people on top of the football. That set the tone for the game right there. And before you know it, it's 28 nothing, and we're not out of the first quarter yet. I mean, I'm sure that – I mean – you know, even Johnny Unitas is probably not going to bring people back. Even Brady is not going to do that. Probably not. You don't like Brady, do you? No, I do not. <laughs> I do like Unitas, though. You know where Johnny Unitas played college football? Let's see. Where did he play college football? Was he at Louisville? University of Louisville. Yeah. As did Lenny Moore, by the way. Oh, Lenny Moore. What a wonderful running back. I love that guy. Yeah. Showing your age, Jeff. I know. I know. And the Washington football team, who you're looking for a sweatshirt, so anybody trying to get rid of your sweatshirts from the Washington football team, Jeff would like to have one. But they they got to the playoffs. Bear. And there we go. Well, but we were playing with a backup to the backup, I think, to the backup (laughs) quarterback, who I understand was it – I think he played with Brady at one point. And we would come back Brady again. Uh, I mean, this you kid. Like it, do you? No, I don't. I mean, this kid, <laughs> and he he got hurt, and they ran him in the locker room, ran him back out. I mean, he, he almost won that football game for them. He really did. And they can't. They have no running backs. I mean, it's, oh, man, it's a strange year. This team next year. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. They haven't called me. <laughs> <laughs> We're not did they not call know them. that you're a fan? I, well, they did it one time, but I don't think they know anymore. And they can't play the song anymore, right? They can't uh, can't play Hail to the Redskins. Oh, they can't do that? That's right. Hail, that's to right. Hail to something else. That's right. Um, uh, well, it's not going to be Redskins. We know that. It's going to be something else. Our, our man over there says we've got, got to break the game. All right, let's take that break. We'll be right back with more. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. Hi there, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamont Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your realtor. 2020 appears to be another dynamic year in real estate, and if you've been in your home for a while, you might be surprised what it's gained in value. Get in touch with me, and we'll set up an absolutely free, no-obligation real estate review for you. Go to my website, choosechip.net, or give me a call, 615-542-1915. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Next on News Radio WGNS, it's your Snow Patrol report. Rutherford County Schools will open two hours late on Tuesday due to overnight cold and possible refreezing. Again, Rutherford County Schools opening two hours late Tuesday. Good afternoon. Still working a couple of wrecks out here in the last few minutes. Traffic's on the increase pretty much on schedule 24 coming over from Davidson County into Rutherford. Short stopping of delays out here in sections of Middle Tennessee Boulevard. Still looks good 231 back towards Shelbyville. Check out the Andre Chicken Sandwich now available at Princess Hot Chicken online at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. When consistency is your set standard, the reward is loyalty. Sir Pizza would like to thank their loyal Murfreesboro customers for their continued support. 
All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. And a caller call in to let us know that the city schools are going to be two hours late as well. That's unofficial because we haven't had that official notice, but we'll take that uh, caller's call. As, uh, hopefully the gospel will verify that. Uh, city and county have been doing a good bit of that. I, Jeff, i tell you one place that's going to be open tomorrow on time. That's First Bank. Yeah, they will be. Probably early, but take certainly on time. And it will, the sidewalks will be n- nicely shoveled, even though I don't think at this point in time you'll have to do that. But uh, it all will be well at First Bank. They'll take care of your business. So uh, drop on by. They've got offices across the state of Tennessee. COVID-free zone. Um, First Bank, I hope. First Bank. Well, fine sponsors of all sports talk. Jeff, uh, let's go back to high school sports here in Rutherford County. Uh, it's very difficult to, to know, but it appears on the girls' side things have not changed a ton. That Riverdale appears to be, still be the team to beat. Don't know if they're as dominant as they've been in the past. It's just hard to know, isn't it? It is very difficult to know. Uh, it's very difficult to know about about really anything. Uh, relative strength to somebody and the COVID thing being what it is you could go and find out their best player is not there or mm-hmm. their best player just came back and you didn't think he was going to be there or she was going to be there it does look like Riverdale is, is a slight favorite I guess we, we'll, we'll call it that if you want to I really don't know about the boys I I, I, I do not know well it's very much like uh, Alabama football it's hard to bet against Blackman yeah. boys and Barry Wartman until somebody knocks them off and, and I think that's they're sitting the same thing again it does not appear to be the dominant team that sometimes that, uh, that they've had but I, I, I would think that they'd be the likely one to, to seat out number one perhaps so and I, I think we we have a pretty much a wide open uh, middle school tournament coming up too don't we we've got we've got some pretty good people in there that that tournament, Jeff, because their season is so short and compact, they don't play over Christmas holidays the way the high schools do and so forth. Uh, when you get an outbreak of COVID in the middle school, it and wipe out ten days of your season. You wiped out a third of your season almost. So it, it's hard to know for sure how that's going to work itself out. But uh, it appears that things are going to be on schedule to get it done one way or the other. You hear a lot of criticism, if that's the right word, a lot of discussion. People can't they can't go to games. Jeff, it's so normal that I think people understand it. I I think there's gnashing of teeth. Certainly at the beginning of it, there were, and I'm I'm satisfied. There's a gatekeeper at some places had to have that discussion uh, with some folks coming through in and out. But when you find you look at the Titan Stadium and see it's all but empty. And you know that Middle Tennessee's not letting people into their games. And high schools, pretty much, you, you got to follow that suit. So I think that that takes some of the pressure off in the fact that everybody else is doing the same thing. You know, I wonder too, and worry about this, is the financial oh my. situation going to be at the end of this year. And maybe you've got a little money saved. Maybe you can get by. Maybe you can cut some games and that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, when you get to the end of this year and you've got no money, none from any attendance or concession <laughs> stand or anything else, I, I wonder it's going to be a tough bullet to bite. Jeff, for a I lot saw of teams. a blip, and you probably saw it too, that uh, the game officials for TWSAA have been asked to, to accept a uh, what a twenty percent or so uh, 
pay cut for the rest of the way just right. to help people out. And and I, again, I, if you're an official, I'm not sure what you do. You you, you either not call or and make that eighty bucks or, or whatever. But it it's just one of those things, and it's probably the right call. I I, I think it probably is. Um, I, I think though. You, I'm not sure what you're being paid for when you officiate anyway. I, I, theoretically, you're being paid to officiate the game and interpret the rules as best you possibly can. The part that I felt like I needed more money for was what the abuse I was taking from <laughs> from fans and other people, and they're not even there anymore. So, you know, okay. Well, but you're, you know, you make a good point. So half the pays for calling the game, half the pays taking, yeah. taking the abuse right now. You ought to work for that. practically nothing. <laughs> well, I hope that doesn't happen, Jeff. We need to get out of here. I guess uh, no coaching shows tonight. No basketball, high school basketball tonight. And I think didn't we say there's not a game even on tomorrow night? Tomorrow is uh, tomorrow night's online. No, tomorrow is in question. Tomorrow's in question. So stay tuned to WGNS Radio tomorrow for. Jake, can I say something real quick here? And that is with uh, that we lost a really great guy when Doyle Lowe passed away uh, a, a few days ago. I did not know he had passed away, but you, you're right about that. I've great been official. a long time. I worked a lot of softball with him and basketball. He always taught me something. He called a lot of games that I've coached in. We did not particularly get along during those games, but otherwise, we were fine. And uh, and really, we've lost we've lost a really Doyle really respected the game, for yeah, sure. Yeah, he did. And uh, we've lost a really good guy. Alright, Jeff, that's going to wrap things up. I hate that information coming, but I appreciate you sharing it with us. Uh, that's going to do it. As I say, tomorrow, I'm going to be in again. Dick Palmer's going to join me for All Sports Talk. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS has been brought to you by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Ensel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tansel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with City Auto Sales, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance.